But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> hey everybody. It is next planet over. We're uh, we're having our Christmas episode. Well, not Christmas. We passed it already. New Year's episode. My birthday is tomorrow. I'm gonna be older than I already am old. It's a new, <laughs> new Christmas year. I got I got gray chest hairs this year, so thank you, 2020. <laughs> if that's the worst I get this year, I'm fine. Oh, would you say gray? Yeah, gray hair. Great. No, I, uh, oh, I've always had massive great. burly chest hairs. Yes, I'm a man. Half Sasquatch. <laughs> shaped, shaped like a heart. Anyway. Um. <laughs> was there a wrestler who did that? I feel like there was a guy who shaved his chest hair into like a heart or something stupid. Well, I know it was when, uh, uh, oh my gosh, Mike Myers. Uh, oh, yeah, Austin Powers, right, right, I forgot about Austin that. Austin Powers. You ever have those moments where yeah, you dude, know exactly it's, what you're talking about, oh, but when it's you so have early. Voice, it, it's not there. We have not recorded this early, probably since 2016. It didn't, it's not that early for you, but it is early for me, because I'm a Nighthawk, and uh, I'm a chicken hawk, and I hunt chickens. Um, you're going to get a goofy version oh. of me right now, because I'm not awake. <laughs> Sometimes those are the best ones. So. Yes, that's when we get silly. Um, well, before this, uh, apparently Ron <laughs> did a demonic curse or something on himself, and he was talking like the the demon from Legend, the darkness. <laughs> that's my demon. Mm. All Spread right. it out. <laughs> so uh, it's been a while since we've done an episode. Been a while. Uh, good lord, when is the last time we did an episode? Halloween? Been a long time, been a long time. Sorry. Been a long, lonely, 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 lonely time. Uh, Jimmy, the... the... You might want to fix the scratch <laughs> yeah. in your record there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this episode we're discussing good versus evil, a.k.a. G versus E, first wave, harsh realm, and the lone gunman, uh... Very interesting pack of shows that didn't last very long. Some barely lasted at all. So let's start off right. with the shortest-lived one, Harsh Realm, which I believe only lasted two or three episodes before Fox canceled it. Which really bums me out, because out of all of them, this, I really liked this one. It's it's the one they had everything, uh, all their hopes on for the season. You know, it was Chris Carter's first post... Uh, well, no, X-Men... Not X-Men. X-Files was still going at the time, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. Sure. Let me see what year this was. Well, X Files went on forever. So yeah, it went on for like two more seasons <laughs> after this. But this is the one that they're like, "Oh, Chris Carter has something else. You know, another franchise he wants to launch." And uh, it was based on a comic book, and they had high hopes, and it just didn't happen. I watched the first episode. I was like, "Man, eh, it's okay." Eh. So I watched the one. Uh, no, first two. Yeah, I did the same thing. This is the one I actually went on. You know, we're supposed to watch the first one, right? But this one piqued my interest. Now, I've seen The Lone Gunman. I watched it when it was on. But um, I was really bummed to hear there were only nine episodes. And what, they only aired three? Yeah, it, was, it sounds like I know it didn't make it to the end. I'm trying to find how many episodes actually aired, but it doesn't say. But I know it was a real quick, like, oops, we screwed up. Well, that's the problem is... Um, they air them on Friday nights. It worked once, just once, with X Files, and everything else they put on Friday nights died a horrible death. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Yeah. Honestly. Oh yeah, it says right here. Yeah, the first three aired on uh, Fox, and the next six were burned off on FX. Mm. This is what we're kind of crazy about. Aired. 
somewhere. You remember there was like a five or six year period where we were really obsessed with, ooh, what does the internet have? And what's virtual reality? You know, like the giant mnemonic and the net and stuff like that. Harsh Realm seems to be kind of right. the end of that run. Which is probably why it died, maybe, I guess. But <clears throat> especially with the government conspiracy thing, they played out on X-Files and I don't know. Maybe people were tired of hearing it, but... Yeah, this is a Scott Barstow was one of these guys they tried over and over to make a star, and I just he started like three or four failed TV shows, and sadly it just never worked. Uh, Canadian actor, um, I know him from a movie that nobody seems to remember called Wild America. Do you remember this movie? It sounds familiar. It's him and his two brothers, and they go on adventures, uh, uh, like nature adventures and stuff like that. Uh, he was also in the second White Fang. Um, but for the most part, he was a TV guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did the Lonesome Dove TV show, which was on for two seasons. He did this. Uh, what was the Wolf Lake? I remember that was uh, one we were talking about doing years ago, but we never got around to. That I was remember another, Wolf Lake. Yeah, that was a good one. Who else is in this one? Uh, DB Sweeney. Oh, or is that my me and my sister yes. will say Day Bay Sweeney. Never stops being fun. Day Bay Sweeney. <laughs> Who, um, he has a sci-fi pedigree with uh, Fire in the Sky, so I think he works well in this genre. He doesn't do it very often, though. No. Sadly. Yeah. Did you watch Jericho at all? Yes. He was a bad guy. Jericho, another draft. show that ended way too soon. Yeah, but... yeah. It's continued in comic books, but I've never read them. Mm. Oh, and come on, Terry O'Quinn. Raise a glass for Terry O'Quinn for being like a king of genre. He, he just, from Stepfather, Silver Bullet, Lost... Uh, even like the westerns because he was in um, Young Guns I just I love Terry O'Quinn Santiago yeah he was in Young Guns totally forgot about that am I wrong in thinking that he was also in Millennium like he just went from oh no that's right I'm so stupid this isn't the first uh, uh, Chris Carter show outside of X-Files Millennium was on for like three or four years mm-hmm. I never saw that show is it good? I- uh, I want to say I've watched it, but I can't remember a thing about it. I'm yeah. drawing a blank. That's the one with Lance Henderson where it's really dark and creepy. Uh, he's like, I think he he sees things that are gonna. Ha- I can't remember now. All these shows kind of flow into each other. We'll we'll, we'll get to it one day. Plenty of TV show. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Which is ironic that the show never lasted to the millennium. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's conspiracy is what it is. Well, I wonder if he had a deal with Fox that when one show ended, he automatically had another one ready to go because the minute Millennium ended, he had Harsh Realm, and the minute Harsh Realm ended, he is when he had Lone Gunman. Ooh, Mark Snow did that music too. I'm sorry, we're getting off the... No, Mark Snow is like one Millennium of those guys. He's day. a journeyman, but he did a lot of Chris Carter's shows. Yes. I, lo- I like his music, so... Yeah. I don't think he's ever done a movie, though, which is kind of a shame. Oh my god, I'm looking at this right here. Sorry, I, went, I moved on to the next the next uh, show, The Lone Gunman. Now, Harsh Realm did yes. not start off very strong. It only had thir- uh, 7 million people for the debut, and then it just petered out. I can't believe how fast Lone Gunman dropped. The premiere episode was 13.2 million viewers. And then by the time it's series finale, 3.6, because they moved it from Sundays yet again to Fridays. Dumbasses. Oh, seriously. What took its place on Sunday? Do we know that? Or? Oh, they, I'm guessing they probably just brought... I, I bet you it debuted during an X-Files hiatus between new episodes, mm. and that's what happened. Probably. 
So I remember them being introduced in X-Files, and I, it felt a little weird. I don't know why they brought them in, or maybe, I don't know, maybe you can tell me this. My, did, they, did they give them their own show because they did so well? I don't see the thing is I I did they bring him a deck files I they were gonna do a new show. I was a uh, hardcore watcher for the first three seasons, but then college happened and I just got distracted. My sister still watched it all the way through. She went and saw the movie and uh, and I just happened to catch the movie and really liked it, so I started watching a few episodes here and there with her. And she was like, These guys are hilarious. I was like, Who are they? They called the Lone Gunman and then when the show debuted, she's like, Oh, you gotta see this and then so I guess they were kind of a cult favorite, and so maybe right. I don't know. Maybe Chris Carter just needed something ready to go, and that they were fun characters, but not necessarily ratings getter. But you look at the the ratings for the first episode, and clearly something was there. Right. So why'd they kill it? <laughs> it's yeah. like they send it to Friday to die. No, I love this show. Remember, I used to tape this, and we would watch it. Uh, it's such a goofy, fun, but yet it's, it's not a parody. It's it's a really smart show. It's just the characters themselves are kind of silly. They're kind of, yeah. I was like, when you sent this to me, I, when I first looked at it, I'm thinking, Lone Gunman. Okay, this sounds familiar, but I have no idea. I don't know why, and maybe that's why. It totally left my brain what this show was until I saw it. <laughs> Like, oh, right. Loved this show. Apparently I didn't love it enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they tweaked it a little bit here and there, so it's not just the three main characters, um, who I think, as goofy as they are, they have a lot of heart, especially the younger one with the beard. I can't remember his name. Um, Frohicky? Or I can't remember now. But, um... Yeah, I, I, I can't got all these names wrong. But um, I just remember like thinking, oh, Pro these guys aren't, they're not just doofuses. They, they actually have a lot of heart. And they're really fighting for something. It's just right. their behavior is kind of off the wall. Um, but I, they added the, the tall blonde guy who was kind of like the outsider to the bunch, but he was a tough one. And then uh, they added the girl who was the much better spy. Um, you know, a little bit of babe factor, a little bit of stud factor to get, you know, the non-nerds into the show. Right. The lady, the girl. <sighs> She's from Hildago. That's the only other thing I know her from. Hidalgo? I can't remember how you say the movie. You know the one with uh, Viggo Mortensen? Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Oh, this is co-created by she Vince Gilligan. Didn't Vince Gilligan, isn't he the guy who created Breaking Bad? I'm pretty sure he is. Sorry, wrong Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, started off on X-Files, then created uh, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Oh. Which I don't want to watch. Uh, I, I have a problem when the the main character is a bad guy. I don't care how layered he is. I don't want to see a show about a drug dealer. You know? I just don't. Right. A lot of the Did shows... you like Dexter? No, well, okay, there's bits and pieces I like a Dexter, but I quit after season four. But there's so many yeah. TV shows now where the hero is actually a villain. And uh, right. what, what happened to just real heroes, man? I hear you. The, the show with was uh, it, uh, what's the anarchy? Sons, Sons of Anarchy? I don't want to see a, a show about drug dealing violent bikers. Was it Weeds is the other one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, to be a running theme. Uh, what was the first uh, one? Like, I think it was Oz. I was like, so everybody in this is a is a Okay, I don't want to see a show set in prison. And then it was uh, 
the one that really did it was Sopranos. All of a sudden, everybody had to be just a monster in TV shows. They just, I, I mean, I don't think the shows back then were really better because sometimes the plot didn't matter. What you know, like A Team, it's just fun to pop in every once in a while. But I just want to see a show with some real heroes and you know, just some more uh, less gray, muddied water. I want to see black, you know, just straight black and white. You know what I mean? Black and white, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Boy, I'm kind of punchy. This I'm morning. with you on that. <laughs> You're punchy in the morning, is that what you said? Yeah, saying? I'm always kind of... Who are we kidding? I'm always kind of <laughs> silly and weird. But no, this morning, I, I was up way too late yesterday. And I actually, to be fair, I actually had some drinking to do last night for my birthday. I did it early, so I'd have to deal with it on the... <laughs> I could have to work on my birthday. <laughs> so I went and got some lime margarita, baby. Lime margarita. Lime? Yeah. Hey, I like lime. Um, yeah, so it only lasted 13 episodes. At least this one aired its full run. I, I, I looked this up, yes. and I could have swore this show was delayed because of 9-11, because the very first episode had a plane right. incident. Yeah. It's it's just, a, it says here, in the pilot episode, which aired March 4th, 2001, I could have swore it was delayed because of 9-11, and it was, in that, it was aired... Oh, well, I guess I'm wrong. But that is a little disturbing that the first episode's about crashing into the World Trade Center. That's hard to... It was a little... Way too close to home. Like, yeah, I feel like somebody watched this. I'm like, oh, huh. I know, right? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, besides that, if that bothers you, skip the first episode. The whole cast doesn't really get together until the second episode, and uh, right. the, the the hijinks. The one where they're doing the kung fu stuff, and they got the short little guy who looks like a toad. Um, <laughs> they have him on wires with like this little thing across his throat that gives him, or when he had like a retainer or whatever that would speak Japanese for him. This it cracked me up so much because their stuff is so high level ridiculous that you can't help admire it. <laughs> so that's right up my alley. Yeah, so. very very geeky. Anyway. I guess on the final episode, I feel like that they uh, apparently died or whatever and left you with a cliffhanger. And since the show got canceled, you never got to find out. And then they brought them I over to, but they brought them over to the other um, uh, over to X Files to finish their story. Yeah. All I right. They did that. So did they, do, they brought X Files back, right? Yeah, it's it's come back. I think twice for short seasons, like six episode seasons. Which is weird. Now they don't really need to do movies. You can tell the whole story, but you're not required to do it in thirteen episodes. You can just do it like the way British people do it. You know, six to eight episodes. Right. Which is fine, I guess. It's just that whole anticipation factor sucks. Yeah. But it's just funny because I haven't. I watched X-Files religiously when it was on air, but at some point I lost interest. I got to the movie and then just, which is yeah. weird because well, that's my kind of thing. Yeah, the but... first movie I think is really great, and I think there was too much of a gap between the first and second movie. And yeah. they released it against Dark Knight Returns, which was a terrible, terrible idea. Bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> or I think it's just called The Dark Knight. Um so that got slaughtered. It's not bad. It's, but by this point, I think just the whole world got so complicated. Plus, everybody quit at the end, remember? It was just Robert Patrick and uh, Annabeth Gish. So it didn't even feel yeah. like the same show. It felt like a spinoff. Right. X-Files, Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 2.1 yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh... God, 
they never really matched up. Those first couple seasons, though, were so amazing. And it's just, I think it got bogged down in too much of a, hey, not only do we have to wait around to find out what's going on in this conspiracy-based world, but, hey, what happened to my sister? You know, remember he was always looking for his sister, and it was just mm-hmm. forever. And will they or won't they? And sometimes they drag that stuff out too long. I still think every TV show needs to end at five seasons. Yeah, yeah you're probably right. As much as I hate to disagree. Now, now the only way that it fixes itself is when you have a big overhaul. Like, it works with Cheers because after five seasons, we get uh, with Diane left, and then um, I can't remember Kirstie Alley's character, Rebecca. Uh, it, felt, it felt like our. And of course, Woody Harrelson got added in somewhere in there, too, so it felt like a newer show. So sometimes you have to reconfigure stuff, and I guess that's what they're trying to do with X Files instead of just ending it, but maybe they should have just done a spinoff. Right. So you get to things like, was it Supernatural that went on for Oh my god, I think it just ended in like 14 years. I, I quit after like the sixth episode when I was like, they're just ripping off movies now that are popular. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I was I was in it for a little, maybe three or four seasons, but I just got to the point where I'm like, oh uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm with you, about five seasons probably yeah. be enough. <laughs> it's, so, it's so hard because, I mean, I think about one of my favorite sci-fi shows of all time, Stargate, but they had to rejuvenate it. So it felt like a different show by the time season seven rolled around. Let's tell you what, when they brought out, um, uh, oh, here I go again with the, it was there and now it's gone. Here I go again with my brain. The one that had uh, gold from, uh, oh gosh. Mike, we shouldn't have done it this early. My Excuse us while we have technical difficulties. <laughs> what was the last Stargate? Stargate Universe. Universe. Okay, so I actually like that. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. I gotta watch it. I bought Atlantis and the original uh, for Christmas, and the Universe, I think, just came out last week. Yeah, Universe was looking really good to me, and then it ended abruptly oh no so there's no there's no wrap up oh that's a bummer well I I won't spoil anything for you but I mean definitely watch what you can because it was worth it in my opinion but you know I think it should be against the law against the law to end a show on a cliffhanger you have to have some sort of wrap up I don't care if it's a mini-sode on the internet for ten minutes just wrap it up right right. have the writer narrate what would happen I don't care (laughs) do it with sock puppets (laughs) Today it's story time with yeah. um... <laughs> one show that didn't really end. I guess it didn't necessarily need an ending, but there was. It seemed like there wasn't a resolution. Was uh, one of my favorite shows of the uh, millennial age was G versus E, aka Good versus Evil. I love this show so much. It's so uh, and it's apparently very very low budget, like four hundred thousand dollars an episode, which is nothing. And they just really clever guys that shot this on really fast, really uh, creative. I mean, did you watch it when it was on? I don't think I did because I would have remembered just how. Okay, I didn't get past the one you sent me. That's okay. It's fine. <laughs> well, we only have so much if time. If it got better, if it got better, that'd be one thing. But oh, the very so first bad. one, the, the pilot. Oh my gosh, it felt so bad, so rushed, so. I feel like I'm missing a lot of stuff here. Yeah. Well, a lot of the, the pilot like isn't... trying to take what should have taken an hour and crumping it down into something smaller. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> the pilot like... isn't the strongest. It gets better as it goes because they dive more into the okay, mythology and, and the characters and their history. Um, but the first one's just meant to like, be hip and cool and get your attention. So it's like a... It's like a hybrid of... Uh, 
like a cop show from the 70s mixed with uh, yeah. Quint- Quentin Tarantino and a little bit of X-Files thrown in. But um, it, it's all hinged on the two main guys. Richard Brooks and Clayton Rona are so good together. And it has its own vibe. Yeah. And it has a sense of humor with you know with some seriousness in it. But basically Clayton Rona's character um, is killed and then he's given a second chance instead of going to heaven or hell. Uh, he's in kind of a limbo, but he spends his limbo on Earth. And only way to redeem himself is to take out Morlocks, which are basically demons. And they do uh, uh, deals with the devil. So if you want to be a famous rock star or something like that or an actor, you sign a deal with a Morlock. You give away your soul, but you get all the fame and fortune that you've ever wanted. And it's their job to either they have to slay you or get you to recant uh, or whatever you call it. You know, go back on your uh, soul bargain. Right. So that's the part I think it got me, where I felt like it should have been more like an hour and a half movie or something like that. Because the part where he dies, and then all of a sudden he's working for these people, and it literally took place in like ten minutes. Yeah. Well, the problem was... is sit back and take some time and think about this. (laughs) Yeah, this is the time that uh, USA was starting to branch out in more productions, but they didn't want to up the budget. This is before Burn Notice really made them a good network. Where they spent serious money on it. And like I said, $400,000 on an hour-long TV show is nothing money. And as the show uh, went on, the budget got bigger, but it only lasted two seasons. First season was on USA, and they realized, what are we doing? Let's go move this over to Sci-Fi Channel, which is where it should have been in the first place. Um, And then it was called Good vs. Evil. And then they add some more people to the cast. There's a female uh, team member uh, that joins them. I'm trying to look here... um, yeah, it was two short seasons of 11 episodes. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. It's really hard to find. Most of the episodes online look like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so was this when uh, sci-fi was sci-fi? or what? This is See, that's the problem Jump is sci-fi, sci-fi had just launched their original line of shows. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out why this didn't go with them. Because it was uh, Sliders moved over from Fox. Uh, we had... Uh, first wave, which we're going to discuss next. Um, what's the one that we watched, we discussed a little while ago? The space show uh, with the puppets, the Jim Henson production. What the hell is that called again? Space show. Yeah, there's a space show that was from Rock Neil Bannon. Farscape. Oh, all right. Farscape, and then the next year is when they launched Invisible Man. That's when they really started getting their slate going. But I just feel like I cannot figure out why they didn't go. Oh yeah, this is perfect for Sci-Fi Channel. It's so weird. I mean, they thought it was too hip. I don't know. Uh, this is from I'll the Pate. Look into it a little more. Yeah, this is from the Pate brothers, who I think are excellent writers. They did a movie called The Grave with Anthony Michael Hall and Craig uh, Sheffer from years ago. Um, the really clever uh, crime film. They did uh, Good vs. Evil, then they moved over to L.A. Dragnet, which is the the, the remake with Ed O'Neill. If anybody remembers that. <laughs> Uh, Surface, which was a uh, sci-fi show on NBC for a little bit, and then they've done like Chuck and Friday Night Lights, Bionic Woman, Battlestar Galactica, stuff like that. That sounds really familiar. Yep, that's the one with Lake Bell. That was another one that ended like. Yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll get to that one eventually. Right now, we're kind of in the nineties. Uh, this is the furthest we've gone into the nineties. I want to double back though. I want to do Sequest really bad. Oh, definitely. And Man and Machine, do you remember that one? The cop and the cyborg? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yep, yep. Yeah, but Good vs. Evil, I think, is just kind of a fun time waster. What, what's cool is that it was shot in Los Angeles at a time when all sci-fi shows were moving up to Canada. And right. they have tons and tons of cheesy cameos from people who were popular in the 70s. Like, you got Huggy Bear, and you got the cast of, like, Happy Days <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's, I think that's a lot of fun. But it's not a serious show. It, ha- it tries to be serious, it but definitely... it's just too goofy. I do, I do love that they, they would have brought in cameos like that, because that's what it felt like to me. Like yeah. a 70s cop show. Yeah. Uh, the one, the one dramatic part about it, though, is the fact that he cannot tell his son who he is because if he does, mm-hmm. it breaks the deal and he goes straight to hell. Um, but also, like he can't, he doesn't look like himself. Like to, in a mirror, he sees himself, but to other people, he looks different. So that way, no one can tell because mm-hmm. something I can't remember why but they would find a way to get to his family, the devils or the, or the Morlocks. Yep. Yeah. So that's it on that one. Uh, and our final show, I think, is surprisingly very good. And I, I want to go back and watch more of this. His first wave, which is from Francis yes. Ford Coppola. I should have known it was going to be good. I mean, he, he doesn't... Oh, yeah. I mean, that name behind a show is going to be great. Uh, this one started off a little slow, but once it starts building this conspiracy... I mean, it's, it goes from zero to 60 real fast. First ten minutes are like, what's going on here? I don't know. And then all of a sudden, boom, go. And I was just shocked at how good it was. I... <clears throat> Do bring McCall where uh, rewind. Rip, zip, rip, zip, 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 I don't think it is any relation, but anyway, it's. I do recall liking it very much. It's another one of those along the lines of like, uh, what was it? Uh, War of the Worlds was on a while back that I yeah. I remember or, or watching, but I don't remember the end of it. There was <laughs> another one, um, Earth Final Conflict. It felt a little bit like that too. Like, interesting. I will definitely go back and try and watch this one again if I can find. It. I know it's on DVD somewhere. Yeah. Oh. It came out from Alliance Home Entertainment, so it means it's going to be imported to imported from Canada. It's a Canadian production, but the cult. You know, my problem with all a lot of the sci-fi shows shot in Canada is because it's so cloudy and cold, and there's just a different feel to American shot sci-fi. But it works for this because yeah. the subject matter, the metal, the look, everything, the the, the concrete, the way they film it, it's just a, a cold, uh, scary show. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not horror, I should say. Not, not, not that kind of scary. It's just the way the conspiracies and everybody's hunting them down and all the stuff to keep them quiet is really fascinating. Yeah. So I want to watch more of this. I remember of that... Like it, what's that? <laughs> Along the ilk of V. Yes, yeah, uh, but much but, more serious. And more like the newer V. Much more serious, yeah. <laughs> That's where I was going with that one. Yeah. yeah. The the first the first yeah, the first one was campy yeah it was, it's, it's fun though it's so campy and trashy but uh, which such yes. so which such a far distance from the original miniseries <laughs> right well that's not true there is a scene where someone disconnects their jaw and swallows a gerbil hole and it looks so ridiculous that might have just been a throwback you know yeah. that's for the fanboys <laughs> um, but yeah first wave looks really cool I remember in the third season they were desperate to save and they added Tracy Lords to it and I, I don't know if Tracy Lords is a good actress I've honestly never really seen her in anything except John Waters movies which she's meant to be campy in that so I don't know if it helped the right. show um, it didn't help it in the ratings though sadly and it didn't cancel I, uh, hopefully it had a real ending I don't know did you watch it all the way through 
that's what I you know I was saying with like War of the Worlds. I don't remember the end. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think I don't so remember if there I was watch ever. It again. <sighs> Sorry, got me. I think half the problem, Mike, is the fact that we watched way too much crap on the we did. <laughs> like, I can't remember everything. I'm like, <clears throat> not I, that it was crap. You know what I mean. You know, uh, a lot, lots of just feds. I can't even find it on Amazon, dude. I don't know if it is available. That's no First way. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'll look it up on eBay, but I want to see if it's available. It, we found it on Yahoo. Not Yahoo. Oh my God, uh, YouTube. <laughs> I'm the first person to say Yahoo on on a podcast in history. How old are you? Hey, did you get your new CD from AOL? You get a whole free week of service. You get 28 minutes of free service. No, but I got this thing in the mail from BMG. <laughs> they pay you 15 bucks to take 15 CDs. That's right. <laughs> Anyway, oh my gosh! Ourselves. Okay, uh, so first wave. No, it's nowhere. It says it's on disc, but I can't find it anywhere. So maybe it's never been released. Yeah. Well, I found Third Rock from the Sun, the complete series, for twenty three bucks. So screw it. Let's go watch Third Rock instead. <laughs> That's a whole different type of alien invasion. Eh, I'm all, I'm on board with that. Yeah, I find one for like season one of First Wave imported out of stock. Yeah, of course. Right. Oh, maybe we should just start our own company and start l- releasing this stuff ourselves. Forget it. We're going to be rich. <laughs> I'll, I'll, imports. I'll t- no, 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 no. I'll just buy the rights. And uh, I, I, if, if I was, if I won the lottery, like a lot of money in the lottery, not like 23 bucks. Um, <laughs> I won the lottery. Okay. Everybody's all excited for Thanks you. Again. You have to buy lunch for me. <laughs> um, maybe five, you know, have to take a guess. Who wants pizzas? Um, <laughs> Two of them from Little Caesars. <laughs> pizza, pizza. It's a two for, and it's a two for one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, if I wanted like serious cash, I would love to have like a company that would release in, in some of these TV shows and movies. And that, that I, I, I mean, movies don't seem to be too lost, but some of those TV shows are so hard to find. Yeah. Do a lot of uh, invest in repair work and that sort of thing as well. I just wonder how some of these oh, shows are saved. Watch, you know, are they on VHS like and just watching. deteriorated? GVE was a VHS copy. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. Yeah, it was. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> it's also compressed. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it might have been part of the reason why you didn't like it so much, but um, <laughs> but it had so much potential. Right. I would love to just get these shows and just put them out. Damn it. It shouldn't be forgotten. All right, so that's yep. it for this episode. Check us out on Facebook under our page for fans of sci-fi, horror, and fantasy called Next Planet Over. And Ron, Happy New Year. You too, bro. 2021, be better, please. <laughs> please. Oh, I'm pooped. I'm going back to bed. Sorry. <laughs> be excellent to each other, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>